Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Sans Pants Radio. Australia's most biased podcast network. Welcome to How Goods Footy, your weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Tom. And I'm Dusha. Boys. How good's footy? Well, Sean. There hasn't been footy for a really long time, and I'm sure long-time listeners of this podcast would not have noticed, because our episode quality has remained uh, as high as it ever has been. The research has actually gone up. Like yeah. The actual effort we've put into the show since the footy has ended has actually increased. So if anything, the show's better now. The show- How good's footy is better when there's no footy on? <laughs> and... Uh, we've gotten a bit cocky. We've done so much research recently that we've decided that not only can we keep going for at least a little bit longer while there's no footy, but we can actually replace the job of a fuckhead in the AFL media that pitched an idea and does it every week, but does it totally wrong because he doesn't understand the concept of his own fucking idea. And that is why, in today's episode, Haggard's Footy presents 2023 Sliding Doors Moments. <laughs> Famous, the sliding door obviously being a famous uh, trope of thing of if something goes a different way, then a sliding yep. door opens into a parallel universe where another yep. result happens. Yes, Which Tom. is a concept that's pretty easy to grasp. There's a, a very good movie starring Julia Roberts that explains the- No, Tom. No, Sandra Bullock. No, Tom. <laughs> Sandra Gwyneth Bullock? Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. Although what Sandy B like? may have done one, but it's not called Sliding Doors. Sliding Doors is a big uh, Gwynny P- uh, Yeah, Gwynny- Gwynny P film. Well, there you go. Man, I actually wish it was Sandra Bullock because I feel like the sliding door of that would be that movie would be better if because Gwyneth Paltrow is a bit cooked, you know? Yeah. But maybe yeah. the cookedness adds to it sometimes. Maybe. Anyway, well, watch that movie, work out which actress is in it, and then watch that movie, Damien, because you clearly have no fucking idea how a sliding door works. You're trying to pull it open. It's not how a sliding door works it's on rails, son. Yeah, so Damien Barrett, uh, if you're unfamiliar with, every week is like, if uh, if something happens, then this happens, which is close to a sliding door. But the thing is, the if situations he pitches are often not, if this happens instead of this thing, then this happens. Instead, it's usually like, if 
Brisbane continue to play this well, then Brisbane will make the top four. And you're like, yeah, yeah thank you, Damian Barrett, you fucking idiot. That's not a sliding door. That's just stating the obvious. Yes. He does a lot of like, if this happens, then I'd be very surprised. And it's like, that's not what this thing is, you fuck. So, we've all got one, but let's yes. start with you, Tom. Let, yeah. Let's show Damian Barrett uh, what a sliding door actually fucking is. And maybe in this sliding door situation, how good's footy are in charge of this column. Yeah, so, yeah. Tom, so, uh, your sliding door. And let's my- stick to the if. Yep. Or and should then. we go if and then then and the then is like obviously the end result and for some of us there might be a very big gap between the if and the then and then we have to explain the bridge can, at the end at the end of each segment we can yeah. summarize what the if and then is yeah oh, okay cool yeah. well yeah i'll give you the if and then and then we can talk through it how's yeah. that that's you yeah, know mine's pretty good. straightforward and i think if you are a betting man um both of you which i know that both of you are uh, yeah. you'd be i'd be in the multi <laughs> and my leg would be getting up because i reckon you can both bet where i'm going with this Sliding door. So my sliding door for 2020 is... If Geelong win the grand final, then Tom Reed is happy. Is I mean, that right? <laughs> it's, it's, I've, I've gone from a more nuanced approach of... That's a pretty broad statement because that'd be pretty accurate. That would be a pretty Damien Barrett statement. It would be. It would be. So instead what I've gone with is if Gary Ablett Jr.'s shoulder remains healthy and intact in the 2020 grand final, then he goes out on a high. Yep. And- Okay. I feel like, yep, so so the game ends like the same result, but Gary Ablett's just a bit happier. No, 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 no. The result is different. He doesn't break his shoulder, Geelong win. Hmm. That's big. Bold. All right. So, mm. Tom, so within, it was like the first five minutes of the grand final, uh, Gary yep. Ablett, he copped the hip and shoulder, right? And it popped his uh, shoulder out? Uh, no, it was in a tackle and his arm was fully extended and it uh, fractured yeah. through the joint. Yep. Uh, he played out the rest of the game, but obviously was only playing with one arm. And yep. uh, footy famously requires two at most Does. times. He still did some gaza magic in that sort of second quarter. Yeah, that and hand, a bit that in the third, but flick. that arm just it wasn't yeah. doing it for him. Tom, yes. think of me as a maths teacher. Yes. Show me you're working. Well, I think we saw some flashes of gaza magic, and he only had one arm. Yeah. And he was giving it everything he could. Uh, look, I'd like to think of, uh, you know, we look at last week talking about Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise breaks his foot in Mission Impossible 5 and he gets up and he keeps running. Yep. But obviously, if he hadn't have broken his foot, he would have been running so much better and would have probably been able to do a flip, I guess. So I guess the assumption here is that if Gary Ablett doesn't injure himself, he probably kicks five goals and we win the grand final. How much did Geelong lose the grand final by? I can't, honestly can't remember. It was quite uh, a lot, right? 50 points? Four goals. Oh. Four, four goals? Four goals. Well, that, wasn't it? Wasn't it about 40 points? Mm, it was either four or five goals. It was, I will say this, it's about the amount of goals that Martin kicked, I'm pretty sure. Hmm. Uh, uh, 31. Oh. 31. Yeah. In my head, I was like, oh, wait, no, yeah. I think I was thinking of the uh, result of the week before. Yeah, no, I think Richmond took the foot off in the last little few minutes there, John. But that's okay. That's yeah. all right. We've got five goals to work with. Yeah. So, Tom, yes. Gary Ablett. He kicks five. Guess how many he kicked in the in the actual grand final? Zero. Correct. So he kicks five. You yep. lose by a point. No, no. He kicks five, <laughs> but then the team's up and about because he's playing well. Tom. He's also able to set up, you know, four Tom. or five more goals. Tom. Yep. When was the last time Gary Ablett kicked five goals? 
Oh, in this grand final. I can't believe you didn't read about it the next day when he also won the Norm Smith. Let me tell you why this sliding door is interesting because it it almost gets cancelled out by the Nick Vlosten injury that happens in the same minute. To a because degree. You, if you're Richmond, you go, well, sliding doors. Vlosten plays the whole game. We win by 10 goals. So then actually is our sliding door when Simpson goes down and we had two players injured to their one? Um, yeah, maybe. Or well, the sliding door could be um, hiring Chris Scott. <laughs> or is the sliding door actually, if it wasn't Gary Ablett's shoulder but Dustin Martin's shoulder, we win. Because Gary Ablett kicks oh. five goals and Martin yeah. doesn't kick a goal. So we win. Yeah. 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 So the sliding door is if, if the if the shoulder injury had happened to the other number four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We wrong, win by yeah. five goals. Yeah, wrong shoulder died. Wrong yeah. shoulder, yeah. Wrong yeah. wrong player, but right number, wrong yeah. colours. So yeah. if a different shoulder popped, mm. then... Geelong yeah. win the grand final. Yeah, you know okay, I love about cool. this? You know what I love? Yeah, we showed you, Damien Barrett. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, 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 because I feel like we have shown him because this is actually a hypothetical scenario where there is a parallel universe in which... It was someone else's shoulder that popped and not Gary's. Tom is changing a lot of things, uh, which is also not really what a sliding door is, because not only is a shoulder... So Gary Ablett's shoulder is not breaking, but a different person's shoulder is breaking. So it's not just like one play goes differently. You've invented an entirely new play where a shoulder breaks. Well, but I'm inventing a new play as well, because if Gary Ablett's shoulder doesn't break and he kicks five goals, well, that's also a new... Factor that happens. So I went quiet there for a second because I was Googling Gary Ablett Jr. five goals and no results came up, which makes me think that uh, he's never done that in a game before. <laughs> Would have been what a time to do it for the first time mm. in a grand final. Now, mm. look, I think I think him kicking, even if it wasn't him kicking five goals necessarily, but say he was fit and then able to set up teammates better throughout the game. Yeah. You, like, again, with the shoulder he had, he set up two ripper goals. And it's like if he was fully fit, he would have been able to set up a few more. We, you know, the result might have gone a bit differently, um, and I think we would have won. That's I my think, theory. I think like there is some legitimacy to this because Gary Ablett, uh, it being his farewell game, the fact that he got injured in the first five minutes really steamrolled Geelong's spirit. So yeah. like even if we take away the fact that there's no chance in how Gary Ablett's kicking five goals any day, especially a grand final. Uh, but, like, I feel like that Gaz is up and about, the team get up and about a bit more in the well, sense of, like, their conf- not even just their confidence, just, like, feeling good about the game. Because, yeah, yeah, being like, this is huge. This is going to be Gary Albert Jr.'s last game. He's a legend. Yeah. And then just to watch him get hurt straight away, you're like, oh, fuck. Wind really yeah. taken out of your sails. Tom, rather than Gary Ablett doesn't hurt his shoulder, he kicks five. It's... Ablett doesn't hurt his shoulder. He creates five. Yeah, I think that's it. He creates he creates five and then he kicks one, which is he after the siren and the winner. The siren. That's the win. Yeah. There's a six goals. We're in front. Mm. Go Cats. Imagine- oh, I can't believe we won the premiership in 2020, boys. It was so yeah. good. Yeah, All right. Good. Hey, um, let's shave your head. All right, let's go, guys. <laughs> well, that's a good one. If Gary Ablett's shoulder does not break, then Tom my, shaves his head. My head is cold right now. <laughs> that's right. You've got eight beanies, Tom. You would have been fine. Oh, yeah. I've got more than eight. I've got like 27. So. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Fucking hell. So, good, Tom. Um, 
And like, yeah, it, all of this happens in one game. So that's, uh, it's a pretty straightforward sliding door. And you know what? We'll pay it. I reckon that there's, there is an alternative universe out there somewhere, a parallel dimension where Gary Ablett Jr. doesn't get injured and you in this parallel dimension are bald as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I look incredible. I'm super bald. I'm just, I'm super bald. Sean's really happy because, um, he won the bet that had Gaza winning the Norm Smith. Yep. So. You know, it's. Yep. I think I did bet on him for Norm Smith. Yeah. You did, yeah. That bet yeah. was out the window within the first five minutes of the game, unfortunately. That was the saddest part of the day. <laughs> 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 well, Tom, that's you've actually gone pretty sensible, and mine is far looser, but I feel like when you hear it, you'll be like, what? Oh, actually, no, that makes a lot of sense. Okay. If Tom Bellchambers gets a farewell game, then Adam Saad plays for Essendon in 2021. Oh, yes. Huge, right? And and on top of that, lots of things are happening. <laughs> yeah. Because he stays, Basha Hawley says, yeah, I'll come. Oh, my God. Oh. Imagine. Well, yeah. So, so basically, my thought here is Adam Saad was unhappy with how he was being used and the way that Essendon were kind of playing him, which was the same statement twice and not exactly what I meant to say. What I meant was... He wasn't happy with how he's being used and how Essendon as a team were playing uh, with like their, the way that they were treating the players and also like a little bit of the back uh, backline lockdown stuff, which doesn't really shoot Saad at all. Um, and yeah, so part of that was the reason he wanted to go. But it also became kind of clear that he was not particularly feeling good about being at Essendon, I guess. But I think if in round 18 of 2020... Tom Bellchambers gets selected to go up against Melbourne. I reckon, first of all, there's a big chance that in that comeback towards the end, we stick the landing and win, which doesn't affect us that much because we got within, I think, 10 points. Yeah. And I think, like, all you need is, and we saw it against uh, in the Hawthorne game earlier in the season, you just need a player like Tom Bellchambers who gets excited. If Tom Bellchambers or Kale Hooker or one of our senior players like that just, like, gets excited, the whole team gets around it. They also know it's his last game. It's a similar yep. thing with the Gary Ablett principle that even yep. though he's not kicking those five, everyone is lifted by the talismanic yep. impact of yep. a player. Look, look what happened with the, with yeah, like you said, with the Hawks and Stratton. You have yep. players will rally around someone who's playing a, a milestone or a final a final chapter. So I think I think the Bombers do lift and they win that game, and then the culture feels a, a little bit, bit better. better. So yeah. Saad, Saad stays. Fuck, maybe Joey even stays. I oh. think Joey was gone. Let's not get to... If Tom Bellchambers playing a last game would not have cemented Joey in the team. But I reckon Saad would have stayed. Who are Bellchambers' best mates? His two best mates of that club. Yeah, uh, Hurley and Hooker. Imagine how pumped they would have been. Well, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, Bellchambers comes in, has a pretty good day. Hooker, for sure, swing, swings forward. Probably, probably kicks a bag. Probably would have killed them. Yeah, oh. would have embarrassed Melbourne to the point where this sliding door may have opened another sliding door. <laughs> Simon Goodwin may have been fired. Yep. And then and Petrarca Max- might have been like, you know what? I hate it here. Yeah, I'll fucking come to Bomberland. Simon Goodwin would have to change his name to Simon Big Loss. <laughs> <laughs> and what if Max Gorn went, oh, I love how Essendon respected their outgoing Ruckman. I'm going to go play for them. Yeah. It could have all been happening. But <laughs> instead, we fucked it. But yeah. Without getting too crazy, I honestly think that if Tommy Bell Chambers plays in round 18, 
Like, obviously, Essendon don't make the finals or anything crazy like that, but I think that Saad sticks around for at least another season. No, no, that, that'll 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 actually... When you were like, oh, you'll hear this straight away, boys, and you'll immediately be like, oh, I don't know about that. But you said it, and, like, that's... The, Both the of your reactions is- were a bit like, oh, oh. Hey, now, nah, look. <laughs> it makes sense, though. It makes sense. He Because Saad can see, all right, maybe I don't necessarily get on with Truck completely, but he respects the old guys enough to give them a farewell game. Maybe, I, maybe I've got to give him a shot. Maybe yeah. I've got to give him a chance as, as the coach, the only coach in charge, so he yeah. stays. Um, you're probably right, though. Joey probably doesn't go. Do you yeah. probably still goes. Do you keep Aratio or does he go as well? No, Aratio is gone. Aratio and Joey were gone last season, Tom. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, did you fuck. lose anybody else? Was that? No, but those are just the three. That's right. And there would have been no speculation about Hurley and Hooker at all. No, and uh, no. it would have been a way better fucking trade period for me where I wouldn't have just been shitting my pants every time I fucking checked my phone. And potentially, the knock-on of this sliding door, I will say, though, Joel, is that not having to juggle so many things, Dodoro could have just maximized the output they got for Danaher and Orazio. So the, the sliding door that also opens at the end of this corridor of sliding doors is one where Brisbane have to do a Geelong and match uh, and trade for Danaher. Nah, that wouldn't have happened. I, yeah, don't, I don't think, think so. I think they were stoked to get pick seven. Even if you keep Saad, though, you've still got six and seven, I think. Six and eight. No, six no, yeah, six and seven. Yeah, six and six seven. seven. Yeah, yeah, Jesus. Which is big. Yep. But unfortunately, and actually, you know what it does mean? You probably well, get Josh Dunkley because it means that Dodora could have focused his entire nah. energy on getting Dunkley through the door. I don't think we would have pushed as hard for it because we didn't. I reckon the Dunkley thing was pushed extra hard for because we lost a couple of our like superstars, I guess. So getting another name like that through the door means that. Although, if you keep Saad, right? Mm. Like the whole thing, Essendon probably didn't want to trade two first rounders for Dunkley because they're like, oh, we've just lost three really experienced players. We need yeah. to keep bringing youth through the door. But if they're not losing all that experience, yeah. then they go, oh, let's top up. Let's let's do the Geelong thing here. Let's just yeah. keep having a crack. Add Dunkley yeah. to the mix. And then all yeah. of a sudden, maybe Saad clears it to Dunkley who kicks it to two meter Peter who kicks seven goals a game. It's yeah, all there. Knows? You may have even had a crack at Trelaw. Fuck. Could have been way different. Could have been way different. We should have just played Tom Bell Chambers. Also, I'm happy to announce on this show, uh, turns out that one of my friends is family friends with uh, Two Meter Peter himself. So, this is big. Oh, get him on the show. 200 centimeters of uh, separation. Yeah, 200 centimeters of separation. <laughs> um, yeah. I feel like I may have actually met members of his family, but I haven't met him because I would remember talking to a 200 centimeter man. Were his, his family My, also 200 centimetres? Or are they uh, all Fuck, no, it'd be so <laughs> funny if all of his family were like under five foot. There's like no way. He comes from a family of jockeys. <laughs> 100 centimetre mom and dad. <laughs> 80 centimetre baby brother. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, that sliding door is fucking huge. Um, so, Barrett, that's probably one you could have, uh, you know, could have invested in. Because that one... That one hurt to talk. Like, I got excited thinking about it, and then I remembered that it's a only Joel in a parallel dimension gets to be excited about that, where current Joel just has to wallow in misery and disdain. Well, that's it. And and the other thing, too, though, is 
if you're writing a weekly column and you needed to come up with a sliding door for every team, yeah. if you do if you do that sliding door that you just did, Joel, there's a sliding door for Collingwood, there's a sliding door for the Bulldogs, there's a sliding door for uh, <laughs> Melbourne in that. There's a slide there's, there's so many so Tom? many sliding doors across there. Tom, the fact that you have just explained this situation like that means that you should never be allowed to do the sliding doors scenario because <laughs> round one, you'd be like, all right, Adelaide sliding door. If if there was no mind camp, then Adelaide win, win this game. And then every sliding door from then would be set in the dimension where Adelaide win because you just, that isn't how sliding doors work, Tom. No, no, my it- column is called sliding door and it's basically <laughs> a sliding door opens and then I then write about the ramifications <laughs> for that sliding you door. You step to through everyone. every sliding door. So yeah. you step through one and then this alternate dimension has another sliding door. Yeah. So it's by, a, it's a, it's a by round segment. five, you're living in such a fantasy world where you're talking about people that don't even exist. That's, you're that's like, it. oh yeah, Peter Globin has been a great <laughs> uh, replacement coach for Nathan Buckley. And everyone's like, what the fuck is this cunt on about? Yeah, the uh, the, the the fusion of the Frio Dockers... Uh, men and women's teams into one uh, single purple entity has been arguably the greatest moment of the 2021 season. Uh, And look, I think this would be great because it's basically I'm doing footy Twilight Zone. So it's me. I've created a footy show co-hosted by Jordan Peele. So it's going to be good. (laughs) (laughs) Cancelled due to low low ratings due to the very confusing nature of the show. (laughs) And your audience was like, what is AFL? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Jordan Peele actually just kept turning to me throughout it being like so I'm I'm just you still haven't explained to me what what the A the F or the L stands for I'm like oh, don't worry don't worry don't worry so Trelaw is now he's an astronaut because he didn't pick up that football that day <laughs> fuck it hell Jesus. but yeah we've had some like one obvious sliding door, and I, I will say I'm pretty proud of my sliding door. I'm very Should proud be. of yours. That it's was good. great. That was yep. um, that. Yeah, is and will be the best one. Yep. Okay, because Sean, lay yours onto us. What Boys, is it? I take you back in time to when a certain coach was playing tennis, and uh-huh. preaching COVID protocols. Uh-huh. So mine is if Collingwood sacked Nathan Buckley. Yep. Then they would have lost the 2020 Grand Final. Oh, to who? Richmond. We can't have Collingwood win the flag. <laughs> However, this sliding door sets off a chain reaction, right? It's a big sliding door. Yeah. They sack Buckley. Yep. In the middle of a pandemic. They yep. go, holy shit, who's going to coach? Technically, the next guy in line at the club would take over. But that's Sanderson, who was also in breach of the protocol. <laughs> so, like, we can't reward shit behavior. What are we going to do? Oh, the footy season. It's based, you know, in the big Queensland hub. Who can we get? Boys, who lives in Queensland? Uh, is it a man that's wearing a glove on one hand? No, but cool. it, is a, it is a former premiership coach of Collingwood. Lethal. Lethal Lee Matthews. Oh. You get him in for a short-term contract. You say, <laughs> Lee, this club is shithouse. We're a pack of cunts. You need to restore <laughs> some sort of respect. He comes in, says, Dugowie, you're a fucking crim. He's gone. Executed. Gets rid of him. Yeah. Stevenson, he doesn't play again. <laughs> Fuck him. Yeah. 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 Um, Dugowie gets like uh, lethal, just lines up like player selection and just kicks a footy into Dugowie and Dugowie <laughs> snaps in half. Yeah. Much like the post. No, it's it's literally he does the same test he did to uh, Nigel Lappin, but he doesn't stop. 
<laughs> Lee Matthews goes up to Jeremy Howe and just shakes him and says, fucking lift. And then he just comes back out and plays. He straps his leg up. Do you do his do you do his knee? I can't remember. ACL, yeah. ACL. No, no, yeah. hear what you do. He was you do he's he's delisting Dugowie. Yeah. He cuts Dugowie's leg off and puts it on <laughs> and puts it, it on Howe. Puts it on Howe. He's still got a bit of spring. Him. Yeah, he can't take the big high marks anymore, but he can kick cheeky goals. <laughs> they bring him in. Morale yep. morale starts to lift. Things get on a bit of a roll. And I think that a Collingwood that was united again under the great Lee Matthews probably beats Geelong in that final. Oh, oh actually, no, this is bad because then they face Brisbane in the prelim. Mm. Uh, I've really shot myself in the foot here. No, no, real, no. Real but Damo sh- Barrett. Fucking Sean, they would finish higher on the ladder. The finals would be totally different. Uh, yeah, yeah, they right. would. They would They'd be in the grand final. They'd been the grand final against Geelong. Gary Ablett wouldn't have broken his shoulder. And and wins. Shit, Geelong win the flag. Far Fuck. out. That's two sliding doors when you win the flag. Uh, unfortunately, good. Tom Bellchambers doesn't affect the results. No, no, I think final. we win the one. I think we win that one too, where Tom Bellchambers gets a farewell game because the players decide that Essendon lifted for Tom Bellchambers and there was nothing even on the line. So naturally... Geelong are going to lift for Gary Ablett when there's something huge on the line. <laughs> true. So true. in all three of our sliding doors, Geelong win the flag. It's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I like about it? Lee Matthews, he fucks it up in the grand final because he doesn't give Trav Varco a farewell game. Oh, yes. And then Collingwood go, oh, we're back to being cunts again. And they lose. Yeah. 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 And then 2021, they rehire uh, Nathan Be- Buckley. Because yes. the reason the reason we win... <laughs> Is because we give Travis Varco a farewell game. <laughs> is there a way that Collingwood sacking Buckley can generate enough momentum for Essendon to make the finals? Oh, it would have to go the other way, I reckon. They sack Buckley and the team are just so lost and confused because they don't have a coach. Uh, hang on. No, I, I don't think so. Because Essendon beat Collingwood, but that happened earlier in the year. Yeah. So that wouldn't be affected. It, the, the way I see it happening is there's the game, there is a game that I feel like where Essendon's hopes were hanging in the balance, and it's that game that you played against Richmond in Darwin. So if yep. you can find a way for the Buckley. Oh, no, guys. So Buckley gets sacked, right, by Collingwood for breaching COVID guidelines. Because Eddie's like, you know what? Nah, fuck it. I'm going to put my money where my mouth is for the first time in my life, and I'm going to come out hard. Because of the example that Collingwood set in firing Buckley, it means that any of the Richmond players doing the wrong thing in quarantine are also fired. Oh, you know, that actually works. Cochin? Cochin gets Cochin. sent home to Melbourne. They lose their captain. And like they are- the shambles. And because Hardwick would still be a massive fuckhead about everything, he would be like, he would be fighting the media, not coaching properly. Yep. Tom Lynch is fighting more and more on the field. They start losing more games. They, they don't even make the finals. Eddie's got a new lease on life. He suddenly feels like a good bloke for the first time ever. And so yeah. when Hardwick comes after David Schwartz in the press conference, Eddie publicly says, that's not on. <laughs> and then he and Hardwick fight. Maybe they kill each other. <laughs> <laughs> this season. Whoa, it's flipped on its head. Oh, my God. And then because of that, the, the punch on between Hardwick and, and Maguire is going on during the Darwin game. Mm. The Richmond players are too distracted trying to break up this fight between their coach and Collingwood's president. Yep. Essendon kick 100 goals to none. That's a lot of goals, Tom. And then they get on a roll. Suddenly, top three positions on the ladder, Geelong, 
Brisbane Essendon, only separated by percentage. Mm. Gil, Gil loses his mind. His coach is getting killed. Club presidents are dead. <laughs> he doesn't know what to do. Has to cancel the season. So the top three teams equal on the ladder. They share yeah. the premiership. Yeah they, yeah, they all get to hold it up. Fuck and then no. Gil, Gil sits down and he goes, well, there's, there's, there, I, AFL doesn't have any money. Uh, two coaching positions are now vacant because of murder. <laughs> oh, we've got no cash. If only I knew three boys who just really wanted to be coaches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a sliding door. Fucking oh. hell. Nathan Wait, Buckley so who gets are we, fired. Who are we coaching? Oh, a merged Richmond Collingwood team. Oh, it's a gross job, but someone's got to do it, I suppose. <laughs> we'll put that on our resume. Much like how fucking um, uh, Vossi is assistant coach at Port Adelaide. Like, he does, he definitely doesn't want to be there. That's right. He doesn't want to work under- your hands dirty. Yeah. He doesn't want to work under fucking ball face himself. Boys, it doesn't matter how dirty our hands get because we're wearing gloves. (laughs) It's dangerous. It's dangerous. (laughs) And also, our resume will be absolutely fucking popping off after that. Clubs will be knocking down our door. 2022. What'll be incredible is that for these two teams that we coach together in their joint capacities, for the entire time we are coaches, there's always a statistical anomaly that neither Richmond or Collingwood never beat Essendon, Geelong or Brisbane. Yeah, people will be like, why? It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. It doesn't make any it sense. Make it any will sense. never make any sense. Yep. Hmm. Mm. So those are three absolutely fucking hectic sliding doors. Uh, all very important. All have equal weight and all significantly better than the shit that Damien Barrett gets paid to do every fucking week. <laughs> yep. It's not hard, Damo, to learn about the term sliding doors. I learned during the episode. Yeah. <laughs> Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. So, uh sliding door. Uh if we have any emails, then Joel Dusha will probably read them. Yes, Tom. Uh, that sliding door you've just predicted, it's not an alternative dimension or a parallel universe. In fact, it is happening right here, right now. We've got a couple of emails and I'm going to read them. All right. First one is from Josie. Uh, and much like a couple of emails we got today, uh, it's just correcting some of the statements we've made about our fans. <clears throat> so Josie, if you uh, recall, in it must have been last week's episode, uh, we were joking around pretending to be Josie. And I think one of us said the word cunt. And I said... I don't know if Josie says language like that. Uh, I was like, she's definitely fiery, but I, I don't know. Sometimes people don't say cunt, and that's fine. Uh, so we got an email from Josie this week. Subject, cunt. 
<laughs> Lads, I can confirm that my family is from Townsville, so I think cunt may have been my first word. I'll be very surprised if at some point I haven't called Damien Barrett a shit cunt by email or referred to GWS as the GWS cunts or many other reasons. I still stand by all of these statements. Anyways, honored to be the spiritual leader of the punchiest team in history. Remember, like I said to those on the Discord, elbows do more damage and don't break as easy as hands. <laughs> Bring on the war on Richmond, and if my mate Jeff is listening, like I know he almost definitely is, that if the Tigers sticker on your laptop gets vandalized, it was absolutely me, Josie. So Jeff, if you're listening, uh, ooh, congratulations on the 2020 flag, but unfortunately, every other aspect yeah. of your year was fucked, and your coach is a big cunt. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, owner of the sticker, Jeff, uh, I don't know if you've listened to the episode we've just done, but actually Richmond didn't win the flag because their coach was murdered by Eddie Maguire. Mm. <laughs> also, owner of the sticker, Jeff, uh, eat shit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, next email. <clears throat> Subject, a long overdue email and stopping a potential robbery. Oh, And this Ooh. is from Charlie McGregor. <laughs> West Coast. Legends. I've returned from my long hiatus off the field, thanks to a case of broken heart in the elimination final. Thanks, West Coast. And I may not have emailed back this year if it was not for a case of attempted robbery. Two weeks ago, Dusha stated that I have not sent a single email this year, but he forgot about one email. A great, nay, an email of legend where, for once, someone did not only not shred Tom, but they were actually nice to him. How did I forget this? <laughs> Gentlemen, I bring your attention to the aftermath of the Geelong and West Coast game, where the inbox received an, e an email congratulating the Cats on a great game and whatever else I may have said in that email. On the grounds of this, I'd like to appeal that I am re reinstated in the team and on the grounds of good record and a promise to email more in the future. If this is not enough, I would like to apply for these three positions in the team that I may be able to fill. 1. The Mason Cox role. He doesn't appear very often, but when he does, he does enough to cause a little excitement, even if it doesn't pay off long term. <laughs> Two, and this one's interesting. Two, the Gary Ablett role. Boys, I'm a Christian, and I could certainly lead the team, lead the team dividing Bible study session that the team could benefit from. <laughs> Power of church. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, and three, the Scott Pendlebury role. I've played basketball at least once, so people can rave about my basketball background, which is an essential need for any team that will have a game commentated by this channel by Channel 7. Hopefully, yeah. this is enough to be back in the team. If not, I will be coming for the captaincy role next year. Much love, Legends. Charlie. Wow. That's... Uh, um, I say, the time to pretty... send an email explaining why you should be in the team was before we did the team. Like Josie, I, I'm glad that I picked Josie's email before this because, like Josie's cat famously said uh, after the prelim win, "Hey, better luck next year." Yep. wasn't even wasn't even uh, after the prelim win. It was at halftime. <laughs> just just <laughs> need to anytime again. We're all about being factually accurate. I'm pretty sure that the smug Geelong supporter threw that at the Brisbane supporter bef well and truly before the game was over. Deserved a Spartan kick, um, for sure. <laughs> uh, Charlie's also included a PS, which is in response to an email we discussed a couple of episodes ago. 
so Charlie says, a month or so ago, there was an email talking about footy hoodoos or something along those lines, lines for every team. And I wanted to submit one for my boys in the blue and gold. West Coast are horrific in milestone games. Whether there's a 150th or 200th game, I always go in doubting a win as, for some fucking reason, our boys don't tend to come out for the win. Fucking lift, boys. That's an interesting and a shit one. That's uh, no good. Yeah. That says no heart. Yeah. Well, Fuck it does. does. That's, you got to lift. You got to lift for a milestone. Screams of that. Yeah. Yeah. So, Tom, if anyone else wants to, I guess, appeal their decision to be kicked out of the All Australian team two or three episodes too late, or would like to send us an email to really uh, boost out the length of these episodes, where can they find us? Yeah, please send us an email. There hasn't been a lot of footy going on. Uh, so you can send it to, uh, especially Jordan Peel, if you're listening, uh, which I know you would be. Uh, just send me a private email about the collaborative you know, new show we're going to do in 2020. Um, but you can send us an email to howgoodsfooty at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter at howgoodsfooty or individually, I'm at Awkward Trade. I'm at Carney from 55. And I am still not banned from Twitter, which is a surprise to both me and our audience. So you can find me at douche13. And boys... It just feels really good to be sitting here knowing that we have done just such a bang-up job uh, that the AFL will probably be calling us to let us know that Damien Barrett has been fired and we've got the job. And then I'll be saying on the phone, uh, two of us will take the role. Tom, you don't want him anywhere near this. (laughs) (laughs) No, Tom's already got a role creating a Twilight Zone AFL league. Yeah, that's a fucking the biggest sliding door of all. Knowing Gil, he'll fucking hate you and me, Joel, and he'll just hire Tom. Yeah, Tom's the, like the incompetence of if, the AFL. Yeah, he'll be like, I'll, I'll take the guy who can't do the job. Then, <laughs> if, if you're good at your job, then you get no job from us. <laughs> it's the biggest AFL media fucking sliding door there is. Oh, anyway, shit. now I'm upset. So yeah. time to go. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 